Welcome to the Rock Your World Naturally Show, sharing God's prescription for total health in spirit, soul, and body. I'm your host, Rakesia McMillan, award-winning author, Air Force veteran, and total health coach. I'm passionate about sharing biblical truth, scientific research, and practical lifestyle approaches to help heal your world naturally. In this exclusive interview, I had the opportunity to host Bracca Getz. Bracca is a Harvard-educated author of 38 books that help children's souls shine. She is also the author of Searching for God in the Garbage, a candid memoir for adults about overcoming food addictions joyfully. Ladies and gentlemen, please help me welcome to the show, Bracca Getz. So happy to be here, Rakesia. Oh, I am so happy to have you on the show today. (laughs) And before we get into the show, Bracca, I usually start out with an icebreaker question. So if you could let our listeners know, what are you doing in your world right now that is rocking your world naturally? What I'm doing naturally, well, I love to eat food that is whole foods, um, natural foods that was designed by the creator. That's what I love to do, like um, food that wasn't so processed the way that it has the vitality in it. Um, That brings a lot of joy. And also, I love to move. And I think that our bodies were designed to move. So that's another thing that brings a lot of joy. Dancing and doing yoga. I I just love it. I love it. Dancing to lively music um, is, is very joyful. Yeah. Oh, you're speaking my health coach love language, Braca. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely eating those nourishing whole foods that give us that energy and getting that movement in, just doing those things that bring so much joy and vitality to our lives. So that's a a wonderful, wonderful thing. (laughs) Well, I am so looking forward to sharing um, the gifts and the talents that the Lord has blessed you with to be a blessing. Um, to our world and to our children. And so, Bracca, you are a Harvard-educated author, and you have written, I believe, 38 or 39 children's books? Yeah, yes. (laughs) And one book for adults, just, yeah. (laughs) Oh, wow. So it is a 39 total. So one adult, and then the rest are all children. Right. Can you share how did you get into the work of writing children's books? Yes, well, my books are not typical children's books um, because they're all spiritual children's books. I, I wanted to write the kind of books that I wished I had as a child. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I was brought up I was brought up Jewish. But my parents didn't really have an education about Judaism. So 
it wasn't until I was a young adult that I was able to really learn about the depths of my heritage and and really find out what was so spiritually meaningful about it. That's something my parents had never been taught, so I had to discover that later on in life. So I, I try to write books that children can learn these basic things about life, really deep concepts early on so they will have this to begin with and then it will enrich their lives throughout their lives and it will help to enrich other people's lives if they have these these skill sets from early on yeah oh and and just as you're sharing your heart Braca, one of the things that i think has impacted my life the most as an adult is i was always surrounded with books. Um, (laughs) My grandmother, she worked for Scott Foreman Publishing Company. And so that was something that was just passed on. I was always seeing my, whether it was my grandparents, my mother, my father, someone was always reading. And I did not realize how that would affect me later on in life. And so as you're just sharing that, the truths that you reveal to children that will not only help them in their adult lives, but it will help them spiritually because you're laying just an amazing foundation at a very young age. Exactly. That I love your description of everybody reading around you. It's a very beautiful scene. There, there's, there's actually um, this, this, this sentence from the. Well, this, this learning from the, the Talmud. It says, if a person learns. Um, when he's a child, what is it like? It's like ink written on fresh paper. It it sinks in and makes Mm -hmm. an impression that lasts. That's what happens. So it's so valuable to help children have a wonderful foundation in life. Yes, exactly. Oh, that is such a powerful statement about the ink being impressed. That is just such a vivid picture and we think about words and books and um, how that really does make an impact um, in our lives. Yeah. And it's like engraving on a soul. It's like we're engraving it on these beautiful, pure souls. So like like one, one of my books is called The Invisible Book. It's showing how we we believe in all these invisible things like like gravity like time, mm. like like feelings and thoughts. These are all invisible. And even electromagnetism, how can a magnet pick up a paperclip? Mm. We believe in all these things. And when we recognize that, then we realize it is not far-fetched at all to believe that we're all souls, mm. to believe we have invisible souls. There's an invisible almighty in our lives, but we 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 it's it's not hard to understand that many people say well i don't i don't believe it because i don't see it you know Mm -hmm. and think of all the things right that we believe in that we don't see but we see the powerful effects that they have in our lives we see the effects of all these things that's how we know they're real oh that's so true braca and Um, Even as you were just speaking about that, it just really made me think about 
faith and that being such a, a foundation of our belief in God. And, you know, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So it's not something sometimes all those things that we can see with our natural eye that um, we focus on. But that which is unseen is even more real than the, than mm-hmm. the natural and the tangible. Beautiful. Wow. Well, mm-hmm. yes. Well, it, I hear what you're saying because like an orange, an orange is real and it's real and we can hold it. I'm holding an orange in my hands right now. Well, we can hold an orange in our hands and it is real, but it's even it, it's got even more realness than than it than just its physical qualities too i mean like there's there's a spark of god in everything and Mm -hmm. and and so when we eat something like that has the vitality of it uh the vitality of the designer in it 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 becomes a part of us too so it kind of this orange not only nourishes my body it also nourishes my soul so it's working on many levels in an it's working on an invisible level and also on a physical level yes oh no doubt about it no doubt about it at all and so with um the work that you do with your your writings to to children Braca. Is there a particular book that really stands out to you the most or is your favorite out of all of the the writings that you've done? Well, I think I'm going to mention two. One is Hashem's Candy Store is, is about what we've been talking about, how it brings out to children how amazing our fruit and vegetables are. Because mm. um, like, like, for instance, again, about this orange or this apple here, it's, it becomes bright and beautiful when it when it's ripe. They're calling to us. We're ripe. We're ripe. Because before that, it doesn't have a bright color. It becomes bright and beautiful. And it has an aroma. It has a wonderful taste. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it's nutritious for us. You know, so it has so many things. Um, and it's beautiful to look at. So, so that is how different it is from all the processed things that <laughs> they, mm-hmm. they don't have all these same qualities to offer us. And I show that how like the, the, the wisdom involved, like if you eat a nut, a nut that grows on a tree, it has a hard shell and you can't bite into it. And a potato also, and they, they're made of very dull colors. They're not bright. Why mm-hmm. is this? Because we should not bite into the nutshell. It's telling us, no, first use a nutcracker, open up the nut, and don't bite into the raw potato. First, you have to cook it. But the things that we could eat right away are bright and beautiful, all ready for us, and individually packaged. Like this orange, it keeps its juiciness like for so long because of its individual packaging, which is, again, designed by the most awesome creator. So mm-hmm. I, I, in this book, I point out all kinds of amazing stuff about fruits and vegetables to make it even more exciting to, to realize how wonderful they are for us. And another book I'm going to mention is um, I Want to Be Famous because it's many children want to be famous. Mm-hmm. And, and this boy, 
he becomes famous overnight the way the way anybody could today because somebody walking by yeah <laughs> someone walking by takes a youtube video of him doing something ridiculous you know and he becomes famous and and just as soon as he's famous the fame is over like it doesn't last long and and then he he's miserable until he realizes there's a spotlight within. If we get that spotlight shining from within, then we, we won't be craving the spotlight out there all the time. So yeah. that's our souls. If we can light up our souls, nourish them with joy, then we won't need all that outside acclaim. We, we will be able to have joyful lives every day. Oh, and I I love that. You know, even with the first book that you mentioned, that it's just such a great encouragement to know that there's a resource out there to help children to see the importance and the beauty of um, whole food that's been created by God to enjoy. And just to take time to notice all the different um, wonderful aspects, whether it's an orange, whether it's an apple, whether it's something that comes off of a tree or, you know, comes from the earth, there's just a distinct difference from the processed foods um, that God wants us to really um, provide that fuel and that nourishment for our body. Yes. And then, yeah, go ahead, uh, Bracca. No, just as exactly what you're saying, the design when we appreciate all the design involved, then we then we have so much more gratitude. It increases our gratitude for these gifts that we've been given. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then um, certainly, you know, with the second book, I want to be famous. And as you shared in this generation, this iGen internet generation, that you know, a person can be famous overnight if something goes viral. <laughs> And um, just really thinking about all the different things that do come along with that. But the true riches, the, the true joy is, is definitely found um, in that inner peace within our souls. And so those are two, two very wonderful books um, for <laughs> young people. Thank you so much. Thank you, Rikisia. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. And so... There were a couple of other books that I noticed that you had written, too. And I think one was specifically about um, what to do, like, on the Sabbath. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, yeah, I think that's such a timely book in our generation of never slowing down. So can you share a little bit about that book? Yes, and I saw that you have these seven divine keys to unlock your health. And, and that was one of them. I was so excited when I saw that. Exactly. This, this book is written for really young children because I have some board books that are from like ages zero to three, like for really infant children, because in these books, they have pictures of the little babies doing these things. And children love looking at their actual photographs. They love looking at pe- little people that look like them, you know, so they're, yeah. <laughs> so they're little little photos of, of, of things to do on the Sabbath. Exactly. And um 
I'm going to uh, I write these for little children so they can begin even at a very early age to see things in a spiritual way. It, even that even that young, you know. And um I think I'll mention another one is is let's appreciate everyone. That that's a book about teaching children about disabilities um because mm. I feel it's so important. Many times children don't feel comfortable yeah. Um, and they don't know what to do when they see another child with a disability. And so what they do is just stare. So this is teaching. There's, they, the book explains that there's a different five letter word that begins with S. Mm -hmm. That is that is so much more important to do than stare, than simply mm -hmm. stare. And that's to smile. Because mm -hmm. when when you smile at another child who has a disability, they need it so much, even more than most people, um, because they're they're in general lonelier. They don't get invited to play dates and parties. They don't they don't get to interact as much, and they so much want more friends. And smiles mean so much. So it reminds children when you feel like staring, also think about smiling and and what you give. And it, it teaches children too to like. If you meet someone in a wheelchair, another child, sit down next to them so you're on the same level. And um, if you meet somebody who's deaf, speak very slowly so they could read your lips. And maybe mm. you could write, write down a message to them. They would love that. If you meet someone blind, introduce mm -hmm. yourself. This is something we don't normally remember to do. Introduce mm -hmm. yourself. And when you're walking away, let them know you're walking away now. It just gives all kinds of little hints so mm -hmm. that a person, a child will feel more comfortable. Um, and then there's many people with social disabilities, how to include them or to offer to include them, even if they don't want to. But just the offer is a very nice thing to do because um, there's many invisible disabilities, a person you can't see it on the outside, but... Mm -hmm. um, they they love it, feeling offered, getting the offer at least to include and um, just how important that is. So all, all, these are all all different ways to help souls to shine because I, I even have books about protecting children from sexual abuse. That's another way because, you know, if if God forbid anybody gets abused, it, it, it puts a lot of garbage on top of their beautiful, pure soul. And yeah. that has to be removed for them to be able to shine. So so if we can protect more and more children, mm -hmm. it protects their souls as well as their bodies. When um, the, So that's another thing that I, I've been doing in my books. Yeah. Oh, and I think the work that you're doing is so vital because it really helps to heighten the awareness um, for our children, even as well as um, adults. And I, and I love the fact that you have also written a book that does talk about sexual abuse or protecting children from that, because there's so much um, emotional trauma right. that comes out of that. And as you said, we would have to work through the layers to really help that healing um, um, help that healing come forth in a child's life. And I'll never forget when I went through um, graduate school, one of my professors said, hey, you know, when you get into the work that you're doing, consider doing um, therapy work with children. And he said that I say that is because if we can help to 
bring healing and wholeness to children at a young age, then when they become adults, we won't have to go back and work through all the layers and all the stuff they've been through. Yes. And as you're sharing your books, I really feel like this is a part of um, therapeutic and healing work for children to ensure they grow up with um, a healthy soul so that when they get older, that they'll be in a really good space um, that so many adults challenge to work through today. Exactly right. Exactly. Another one of my books is called Where is God? It's just basically finding God everywhere in nature. Where is God? One of our sayings is wherever you let God in. So that's that's what this boy is on an adventure. It's kind of a story of my life, too, because I was searching for years. And and he finds out, you know, from an, an older person actually helping him to discover, see God in nature and 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 everywhere, really. That's a, that's mm-hmm. where, where, where we're open to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I and I like the fact, too, where you correlate or you just shared your experience where you were searching for God. And I think that one of your books is Searching for God in the Garbage. Yes, exactly. And, and it also is about, is it about overcoming food addictions joyfully, Bracca? Yes. Yes, that's it. It's 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 the only book I wrote for adults. It's my memoir because it's it's kind of um, my diaries and journals and letters that I compiled them from ages twelve to thirty-two. It's that journey that I went on, and and it, what I didn't realize until actually I realized through compiling the book. I, then I saw the thread that went through my life and I was able to see why was it that when my soul finally got the nourishment that it was craving, why did I no longer have the food addictions? Like, what did one thing have to do with the other? Yep. And then I could see it when my soul got what it needed. There was no longer a need for that. And so basically a person who's overeating, it's they experience pleasure. We're meant to experience pleasure from food because like I was explaining, food was designed to be pleasurable. So, so, but when, when we're, and we don't usually overeat the healthy natural foods. I mean, like how many oranges can a person eat, you know, but, but it's like, it's like the potato chips, the chocolate chip cookies, the pizza. We just keep, you know, that we, we, we don't feel that same. It doesn't fill our souls in the same way that, that the orange or apple does, you know. And so we, we will keep eating. Also, it doesn't fill, it doesn't even complete, it doesn't fill our bodies because it doesn't give us the nutrition that our bodies may be craving either. So we keep eating more of it, you know. It's actually sugar actually drains our body of nutrients so so um so um when we when we overeat um from these processed foods it's because we are experiencing this fleeting pleasure Mm -hmm. and then to get the pleasure to keep lasting we overeat we just keep going so the, the the what i try to i'm expressing now what i'm sharing with people is this Add more joy to your life. When we recognize that by adding joy, 
it's not about restricting because when we do restrictive diets, they don't last long. They, yeah. we, that's the yo-yo dieting. You know, people lose weight, but then what? It, does, it, it can't keep up restriction for how long? So, so when we add more joy, that you can keep up forever. Instead, when you, when you feel like overeating, ask yourself this question. Is it my body that's hungry or my soul? Mm. And yeah, when you ask that, you will know. And then you can do something else that's joyful or just give it a try. Say, okay, I'll do something for 20 minutes. If I'm still hungry, I can come back and finish this bag of potato chips. You know, give it a try. You can, you can get up, you can st- turn on music, start dancing, stretching, or, or go outside, experience the cool air on your face, experience the sunshine, or um, do 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 whatever fills your soul, and and that's on a physical level. I actually, what I'm teaching about is that there's five levels of pleasure, and there's five levels to the human soul, and as we go up on the pleasure ladder. It fills our soul on a deeper and deeper level, on a higher level, you could say, too. So like so like as we on the lowest level are all the sensual physical pleasures. When we when we have these natural pleasures in our life, they uplift our soul as well. But when we go off course, when we use um, things in an addictive an addictive way, then we don't they don't bring us pleasure we, we're not feeling gratitude we feel actually pulled down by it mm-hmm. then it's not uplifting our soul so the way to go through this is to ex- experience more natural type of pleasures and to feel gratitude mindfully feel gratitude when you are getting to experience these blessings in your life and that's just on the lowest level there's there's four higher levels. I don't know if you have time for me to explain all, all the other. Should I? Or? Uh, we have a few more minutes, maybe like a okay. minute or two. Okay, great. So the second level is love. What we what we mean by love in this definition is focusing on the virtues of another. That mm-hmm. means it's completely within one's power to experience love, not dependent on anybody else. So each level up brings more connection into the world and the ticket to going up each level is gratitude that's how we go up in our pleasure and we uplift our soul is through gratitude physical pleasures is number one going up the ladder is love third level is meaning doing things that are meaningful and good for the world the fourth level is creativity tapping into the creative flow of the universe and the highest level of all is transcendence when we recognize that we're all connected we're all connected to source and we're all connected with each other we we all it's like the veil of um the veil of separation is lifted and and um as you'll notice each level up we we emulate the almighty more and more these are all qualities of the almighty and they're all qualities of our soul so we we need to we just tap into our soul by nourishing our soul with all these pleasures that are available at any moment so there's really an abundance of pleasure in the world to uplift us and they were all designed by the creator because we're really here to experience the greatest pleasure possible in life. And those are these spiritual pleasures. 
Oh, that is absolutely powerful. Absolutely powerful. And so for those who are listening, Braca, and they are just really um, soaking in everything that you've been um, sharing on the show and with your books and the work that you're doing, where can people find you out on the internet? Well, oh, the best place is my Amazon author page because all my books are in one spot. My books are also in bookstores and libraries. But if you want to meet them all in one place, that's my Amazon author page and my contact information is there as well. Oh, thank you so much. And if there were any parting words that you would have to share with our audience, what would that be, Braca? Uh, I, I want to share the main point is that we are spiritual beings housed in physical bodies. We, mm-hmm. we all were brought to this earth to uplift everything physical, sp- find the sparks in everything physical, uplift them. And when we do that, we uplift our souls at the same time. So when, you, when your soul, soul is shining, your soul shines from helping other souls to shine too. And um, that's it. Recognize that we're spiritual beings here on this little physical journey on earth. And we're all here to help each other through. So thank you. <laughs> oh, Braca, thank you so much for just sharing. This has been a wonderful, wonderful interview. And it has been my pleasure hosting you on the show. And I just pray God's blessings to continue to shower you to empower other souls to shine. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Amen. Thank you so much. <laughs> you have a wonderful day, Braca. You too, Rikisia. Thank you. God bless you. For speaking engagements, health tips, and total health education and inspiration, visit rockyourworldnaturally.com and on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube, Rock Your World Naturally, and on Twitter, Rock Your World 28.